Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Alandari, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician... That's me, and a health education expert... That's me. Talk about what you need to know to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. Wearable blood pressure monitor to make tracking blood pressure easy. A new cuffless wearable calibration-free blood pressure monitor may bring ease to those needing to keep track of their blood pressure. The company Valencell, which makes optical heart rate sensors for wearables and other devices, is seeking FDA clearance to offer this over-the-counter blood pressure solution as soon as 2023. The device fits on the middle finger and measures blood pressure in less than a minute without bulky or potentially painful cuffs. The tech requires a profile setup that determines how the algorithms interpret PPG or using light to measure blood flow as blood pressure. After a systolic pressure reading of 180, the device will recommend seeking an appointment with a cardiologist as soon as possible, enabling individuals to take quick action to avoid the many tragedies that come with cardiovascular overload. In 2023, Valencell expects to receive FDA clearance, which would give the stamp of approval to the world's first over-the-counter cuffless blood pressure monitoring device. In the future, blood flow patterns may be used to measure a wide range of health statistics, including respiratory rates, oxygen levels, cardiac efficiency, and blood pressure. The promise of genuinely personal preventative medicine is closer to reality when these capabilities are integrated into ubiquitous, ordinary objects that are so intuitive that they make managing one's own health actually be simple for consumers. Yeah, interesting. I think this is kind of cool. You know, again, data sharing. We another another example of how we're just beacons of data that's going yeah. to be ultimately shared. Um, I'm assuming that this is going to be hooked up to the internet some way. And the reason why they will have you do it is they're going to say, connect this with your your phone or your computer or your watch. And so you're going to have to do an internet connection. And all that also means is that this data is going to be collected. And again, it'll be interesting to see how the metadata does pan out because they'll be able to see blood pressures from all over the country, maybe all over the world. And, you know, and make some interesting um, elucidations from that. Maybe different parts of the country, like let's say in New Orleans, has higher blood pressure collectively because we eat a very fatty, high salted uh, mm-hmm. food diet here compared to what maybe it'll be in Denver or San Francisco um, mm-hmm. or what have you. So interesting. This is an interesting thought. Any thoughts here? <clears throat> yeah. You know, what this makes me think of, because it said it uses light to try to measure blood flow. Well, I wonder if it's the same as the pulse os- machine that, that measures blood oxygen. And they've already d- determined that that machine is inaccurate for yes. people with more melanated skin. Yes. So, yes. Which is it, fascinating. Yes. So it makes me worry if this will fall into the same camp. That's a very, 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 very good point. And um, something that we would definitely need to kind of find out. I, I wonder... 
when they did their studies, what the mix of, of, uh, of race and exactly, um, um kind of was, uh, so I'm hoping that the, the smart folks at the FDA also recognize <laughs> that we learned during COVID that pulse oximeters did not give accurate readings for people of, of, uh, for people of color. So uh, we need to see if this is the same thing here and, and maybe that's what they're waiting on is, you know, but that's a very good point. I hope it's certainly something we continue to follow. Hearing aids now available without a prescription. Over-the-counter hearing aids can now be purchased directly from manufacturers without having to visit a hearing specialist. Oh my, did I hear you correct? You are on fire today. <laughs> this type of device is designed to assist adults with mild to moderate hearing loss and allow the users to have conversations and participate in daily activities which they couldn't otherwise. These over-the-counter hearing aids are available for adults over 18 under a rule issued by the FDA in August. So in all honesty, this is really, really good. So yeah. right, children and people with severe hearing loss will still require prescriptions, but mild to moderate hearing loss may be present. For example, you hear muffled speech, you have trouble hearing when you're in a group or in a noisy area on the phone, or you aren't able to see who's talking. If, in order to understand what somebody is saying, you must ask them to speak louder or slowly or clearly or to repeat what they've said, or if you're viewing television, listening to music, or listening to the radio, you turn up the volume higher and higher than others prefer. Prescription hearing aids are currently only available from hearing health professionals, such as audiologists and ear, note, and throat doctors and hearing aid specialists. Besides fitting you for a hearing aid, hearing health professionals adjust the device to fit your hearing loss. In the past, this has been the process for all of those who needed medical-grade hearing aids, but this new ruling allows people with more mild symptoms to self-diagnose and seek out the hardware that best fits their needs. Companies like Walgreens, CVS, or Best Buy are now offering hearing aids without prescriptions or medical exams to millions of people with hearing loss. There are a variety of devices available with prices ranging from about $200 to $1,000. Prescription hearing aids, in comparison, tend to cost somewhere between two and $8,000. While over-the-counter hearing aids are often not covered by insurance, it's worth checking, and consumers still may save with over-the-counter hearing aids because they do not come with costly professional services, which can be on average about $1,500. So I do know that my father just got hearing aids. It cost him six thousand. It was hard, you know, but it was getting to where when we would be zooming, you know, for our our Friday nights, we zoom every Friday night for the uh, the Jewish Sabbath, and he just couldn't hear what we were saying. And and my my stepmom uh, would be trying to explain, and, and it was becoming increasingly clear that, mm-hmm. you know, but it was the our Zoom calls that made it clear to him finally. Like I think mm-hmm. he was able to kind of, you know 
be you know typical male <laughs> avoid mm-hmm. doing it you know and i will and trust me i will be in his shoes i'm one his son too i'm a man so those are two uh you know predictors and he finally got them and they're really really good they cost six thousand dollars a hard you know but they upsold them on a top of stuff like you know i could just see you know here's an you know an 84 year old man and coming in and they're gonna say well you could do this you could do so now he has a bluetooth technology that now everywhere he goes, anything that's connected to Bluetooth will now be sent to his ears. Okay, that's great. Oh. But like, I can't talk to both my parents because it's on his, and he has a hard time switch because now this means he has to get to know technology, right? Like right. he has to like figure out how to undo his Bluetooth so that oh. we could speak in speaker and whatever. But he's very happy and, and they're actually really good. But $6,000 was a lot of money for him, yeah. to, you know, a, a man on a fixed income. So that was just a lot of money to spend. So this is a really good thing. And I'm really happy this is finally happening. Yes. I just, all the people, this will help. Wow. 100%. 100%. Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Hickerson, at hopehickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. That's D R D E R Y. To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefiltershow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your health care providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right.